worst podcast you've ever been on, guaranteed. Uh, <laughs> so this, okay. this is uh, for I, I know that I sprung this on you, but this podcast is Random Thoughts, where normally I do this out of my car while I'm driving, and it's talking about the random shit that I see or experience of the day. Usually the episodes <laughs> last anywhere between 8 minutes to 30 minutes, depending on how much rambling I do. Okay. <laughs> so, being that I'm asking other people to come on there, like yourself, who have a backstory that are actually somewhat interesting, it's allowing me to uh, broaden the range of people and hopefully get uh, the more people interested in that person. In your case, um, you are uh, in a some sort of uh, instructor of some sort of education, and I'd like to do- dive into that, but people are able actually to... Um, you know, take classes or follow you or worship the ground you're on. Either one. So, um, <laughs> so that that's my my thinking, my thought process. And uh, since you don't necessarily have a podcast of your own, that's why I'm reaching out to you. Because um, as much as other people may say this, we need more Biggs exposure. So, <laughs> um, okay. So first of all, um, I know you by. Professor Biggs, uh, your yes. your uh, state given legal name is Stephen Biggs. Uh, yes, and I don't know. We discussed this before, but how would you like to be? You know, besides your lordship or God, what would you like to be known as? <laughs> no, um, in Brando conversation, Steve is fine. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, that's. Okay. Yeah, that's that's kind of the go-to. Okay. I just want to make sure that I'm referring to you what makes you feel comfortable because I know nowadays you can't ask, you know, it's kind of like my way of asking your uh, pronouns, but I mean, your pronouns could be just like, well, I'm awesome. That's my pronoun. So, uh, <laughs> so I just want to make sure of that. Um, so as of right now, where can people you know, find you or uh, stalk you or pay for your your education? Yeah, so uh, normally I teach at Chafee College and Fullerton College uh, here in Southern California. Um, I know for a fact that I don't have any classes at Chafee this coming fall. I do have a summer class. Okay. Uh, last I checked. Last I checked anyway. Okay. <laughs> uh, being an being an adjunct instructor, the the issue is that those classes can always be yanked if the uh, full time faculty hasn't, you know, as low enrollments. And right now, uh, all across the country, um, enrollments are down in uh, community colleges. So, um, I'm also teaching an online class at uh, Riverside City College in the fall. Okay. So, and what are those classes on? Uh, theater introduction to theater usually uh, okay. these days. Um, I, I haven't heard officially from Fullerton College yet about the fall. Uh, my my assumption will be that that is an, another intro to theater class. But the uh, the one class that I teach there that I really really enjoy is uh, uh, modern dramatic literature because I get to make up the reading list every semester and it's rarely the same. Okay. <laughs> 
okay. I, I mean, I'm not a theater kid. I I think the closest I got was uh, in uh, I think ninth grade. I played a redneck, and um, and then I was also in charge of opening and closing the curtains because that was manual back then. Um, so yeah. that's as close as I got to uh, theater. I was always interested, but the kids that, uh, unfortunately, in my school that did theater were either highly, highly uh, talented. Like they sang, they danced, they did magic and juggled and uh at, like they were going to art school and uh yeah those kind of kids or they're really smelly um those, that was <laughs> it. yeah stagecraft kids that uh lived and breathed behind the scenes that always pour black um that you know like it wasn't like the cool magic kids it was the cool magic kids that you'd see on tv that just shot somebody yeah um, those are the well, those yeah. are the type of people that like there was no in between. So I was like, well, I'm not gonna be part of either of those. Instead, I just was the kid that wore weird clothes and hung out in the photography room, which is about the same. Well, there you go. But but <laughs> yeah. like if you're a photography kid, people think, oh, you're talented. If you're a stagecraft kid that doesn't shower, you're just like, oh, they're stinky. But they're talented too, knowing what I know now. Right. But it's it's yeah. just how everybody yeah, perceives they're... you. Yeah, the actors may be the ones you see on stage, but the show really, really, really cannot happen without your uh, without your tech, uh, your tech crews and uh, you know stage managers and all the all the behind the scenes people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anytime I anytime I've done a show where there's been very few of those people, it's always been a little bit more hectic, a little bit more uh, you know nerve wracking. Uh, because half the time, not only are you having to be an actor, you're also having to be stage crew on those on those productions. Yeah. And for me, I'd rather just concentrate on <laughs> doing the acting or doing the stage crew, you know, <laughs> and not not mix the two. Um, so I've done I've done both, I, you know, but yeah. So you, which one do you prefer? <laughs> oh, well, I. I in in my late uh in, in my late age here uh i have decided that i'm i'm much more comfortable being a performer than even being a director uh although i do like directing if i'm with a good company that has a lot of that has those tech people that has the designers and the and the behind the scenes crew and everything like that then that's great but anytime i've had to direct uh and it's and it's been kind of not only am I the director, but I'm also the costume designer, the set designer, the light designer. Uh, no, 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 thank you. Okay. <laughs> so we're not going to see you be doing like the uh, Henderson Valley uh, K through six presentation of Peter Pan goes to market. I don't think so. Although I am currently directing an elementary school production of Aladdin Jr. And that has cemented my my uh, <laughs> feeling that ooh, I there is a certain level of proficiency that I feel comfortable with, and I'm I'm not there right now. <laughs> I, any any play um, I've seen a I've seen a few of the junior esque plays because I have friends with kids. Um, I haven't yeah. been, and I use this lo loosely blessed with kids, so. 
Um, I've seen I've seen like Shrek Junior. Um, I saw Mary Poppins Junior, which is very weird. Um, and then there's yeah, a couple other yeah. ones, and I'm just like, I I get it, but at the same time, yeah, throwing the Junior on the end of it kind of ruins it as a person that doesn't have kids. But uh, yeah. But at the same time, I understand that you got to change it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and 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 honestly, as long as it's an official, um, you know, like you know, sanctioned version of the show by whoever the rights holders are, then I feel that they've done some work to to make it, you know, work as as a theater piece, um, as opposed to people just kind of doing their own edits on like you know a chorus line or something yeah i think i think these were i think these were actually done by like like uh yeah dave and cindy jensen in their garage or something i mean i don't think these were actually sanctioned by anybody Uh yeah so i qualify these as uh like they did it on a saturday while eating chick-fil-a in a park so (laughs) yeah i don't qualify it as really uh um, anything major. So moving, yeah. moving away from like, well, directing and everything. I just have one question: If you could do, because you are a stage actor, is there one yeah. play that you would actually love to do, like you have not done? Yeah. And you, you, I mean, what is that one play? The last one on my. What was that you cut out there? Oh. The uh, the last musical on my uh, bucket list is Man of La Mancha, okay. uh, playing the Cervantes Quixote role. Oh, uh, okay. I'm I, I'm kind of aging out of it though. I mean, oddly enough, because Cervantes is supposed to be about forty. I mean, it's never really said in text, but he's about forty. I am no longer about forty, <laughs> so I can easily still play Quixote because he's an old man. But playing Cervantes, on the other hand, I did just see a production, a, a pretty good production, where the guy playing Cervantes was also <clears throat> not forty <laughs> well, anymore, well, and and it worked right. If you so. if you did a stage production of, of that, and well, like you said, you're not forty. Um, I'm not 40 either, but if you, <laughs> I mean, if you did it a good enough production and you had, you know, a live, you know, orchestra or even just the orchestra pit, the audience would be farther enough back that you, you know, with the right lighting, the right makeup, no one would know. Yeah. I, I, uh, bless my parents and bless my genetics that I, people keep telling me, they go, you do not look, you know, you do not look 63. And I'm like, well, thank you very much. I go, no, you look 80. And I was like, why you? I ought to. Yeah. No. <laughs> but they, they say I look I look at least a decade younger than I actually am. So, and then I, I tried an experiment over COVID to, you know, I, and I dyed my hair and everything like that. And they said, yeah, that actually, you know, you color your hair. That takes, that takes uh, a couple of decades off, actually, because you don't have any lines on your face or anything like that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that definitely definitely so, does help dyeing the hair. So, or having hair at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which again is starting to become problematic. <laughs> yeah, I I can I understand that my uh, the age range of where my friends 
I've noticed a lot of them are, uh, they've either opted just to shave their head or um, probably should. And uh, I'm lucky enough where uh, one of my friends, he's reaching, uh, you, know, uh, you know, around 50, 55. But uh, when most people start losing their hair seriously and, you know, he looks like one of the Duck Commander guys. He actually has the long hair down to his back with the, you know, the yeah. whole beard. And I'm just like, all right, well, I guess you, you know, and it, it's, it's a great shade of gray. I mean, I'll give him that, but at the same time, yeah. uh, it's, uh, I'm kind of in the same boat. I'm, uh, competing with a good, well, I don't know, good acquaintance of ours. I don't know if we want to say friend, but, uh, you know, Vlarg from the other podcast that you frequent, um, you know, yeah. chat. Um, I'm going for the Vlarg look because I can actually grow my hair out and I like rubbing it in other people's faces like, Hey, I have hair. Um, yeah. So, um, so besides all, all these things that you like your stagecraft and your stage and, uh, molding the minds of, uh, students that don't know better, um, what, what else are you into these days? I know that you were, you're, you're back and forth from Vegas. You're, um, yeah. visiting, uh, you know, uh, crashing on a wild couches, which if I had that opportunity, I would, um, like what else do you do to kill time? Besides, you know, um, you know, crash podcasts, I guess, and teach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, a lot of a lot of theater. Although I am pretty much taking the summer off, and that mostly has to do because um, summer's convention season. Oh, and nice. so, and so when I was looking at auditions, um, there, the dates just weren't lining up. Uh, I was like, well, I could do that, but I'll be out of town right in the middle of the run or right at the last week or right at the opening week. Or So I was like, ah, okay, I guess I'm just taking the summer off because I'm going to be out of town here and here. And pretty much a weekend a month for the whole, you know, June, July, and August. And so, and that just, you know, I, I've had friends say, well, we can, you know, we can get somebody to cover you for that one week. And I was like, I'm not going to do that to somebody. I've I've been that person, and I don't want to be. You know, I don't want to do. I don't want to do that to somebody. So, so um, for instance, so the June, July, and August uh, every year in fabulous Metropolis, <laughs> Illinois, uh, they have their Superman festival. Uh, oh yes, there. of course. And uh, yeah, and it is it is the official home of Superman. It is the only city named Metropolis in the United States. And back in the 1972, I want to say, they made it official. Yeah, 72, because this year is the 50th, the 50th anniversary. Um, and they and DC Comics made it official that they, that they are the official home of Superman. They got this giant Superman statue in Town Square. They got the Super Museum there, which is apparently going through some renovations, which is really cool because they have a lot of stuff and it just needs to be i think uh you know it's a family-run business so they don't have you know professional museum curators or anything like that but i think it does need to be curated a little bit more because right now it's kind of everything that they have is just kind of thrown into it and it's awesome to see but it could use some it could use some uh, tlc a little bit but it's but i you know again i cannot 
I cannot blame the Hambrick family at all. I mean, they've they've created this thing, and it's it's pretty awesome, it, especially if you're a Superman fan like me. Yeah. Um, so, who is your favorite Superman? Yeah. Uh, Christopher Reeve. I not, mean, I just think not Dean Cain. No, no, no. Dean Cain, I think, is good for, you know, I mean, I think he, uh, I think he's, I think he's good for what they were doing on that show. Um, I like his Clark Kent more than his Superman. Um, but I, yeah, I have liked something about every single Superman, live action Superman that there has been. I think, I think, you know, Kirk Allen kind of gets lost in the mix all the time because he, he did the serials back in the 40, uh, 48 and 50. Um, yeah. And they're, you know, they're low, they're low budget affairs. And, and, uh, but I think, you know, people credit uh, Chris Reeve with being the first one to kind of change his demeanor as Clark Kent and Superman. Well, Kirk Allen kind of did it first. He's not the actor that Christopher Reeve was, but he, his Clark Kent is a different person than his Superman. And, and then, you know, and then you get that from, you know, radio, Bud Collier was, you know, he, he made his Clark Kent a tenor and then his Superman was a baritone. So, <laughs> so and that's, and that's something that, that the ones who have made a distinction have kind of, you know, carried forth. So. Yeah. No, I, I, I bring up Gene Kane only because I haven't heard anything about him for the longest time. Uh, and so I kind of feel obligated to, uh, if if I can bring up names that people, even if they haven't seen them in anything for the longest time, I bring them up just so people go back and watch their old stuff. Like, I was talking to somebody the other day, and uh, within the same half-hour conversation, I brought up, uh, you know, uh, you know uh, oh, I'm blanking out his name now, uh, Stifler. I totally blank out his name now. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Uh... And I'm I'm on my device that I would look this stuff up with. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so. I I should know this. Sean William Scott. That's who it is. Um, yeah, yeah. 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 So I mean, I was like, I haven't heard anything about him. Like, I think the last movie I saw was like, like, it was, it was like Balls of Glory, some straight to DVD uh, tennis movie. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, well, obviously he's kind of fallen out of the, you know the view, but. You know, you kind of everybody has that one person like I like the Christopher Reeve was like at the tail end of his career. Like his Superman was the beginning of well, me can remember uh, me remembering movies. So I don't really remember him as Superman. Like my Superman was uh, the animated Super Friends. That was you know that was oh, my, okay because I saw the reruns of that in the morning and. You know, so I didn't really have a Superman, and geez, until, well, until Dean Kane, and then after that it was uh, like Smallville, and then uh, <laughs> you know everything like that. And so that's like I didn't have the older movies until um, you know I really got into watching the you know the uh, you know comic based movies later on because um, I was. Yeah. Unfortunately, I wasn't exposed to it because my parents didn't watch those, and my friends are like, "Oh, we got to watch the sports movie." So I didn't really have the yeah. exposure to that. Um, I think I think the the only real Superman movie I I honestly remember is um, uh, 
uh, Superman 3 just because it's referenced in so many movies. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, and it's kind of like the running joke of yeah of uh, the Superman movies. Kind of similar how people tell you not to watch certain Star Trek movies. They're like, oh, just right, stay, five. Yeah, just, just stay ignore. Away, yeah, stay away from the whales. Or, you know, like everybody has their own reasons. <laughs> no, the whales are fine. The whales are fine. It's the one that came after that that's like, oof, forget it. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's Shatner's uh, Shatner's you know ego thing. Let's go find God. Oh boy, look. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that's definitely um, something that was kind of like uh, okay, but it, it's it's one of those things that unfortunately, uh, you know, I didn't have the full exposure to it. I I didn't get really back into like my comics. Unfortunately, were the comics in the nineties. Uh, yeah. So you know, all, granted, I stopped collecting because I realized that all my comics are worth nothing, because uh, they're comics in the '90s. Because we all know how that goes. Um, yeah. But uh, at the same time, since you are that, uh, and I don't know. I feel bad because I don't remember the name of it. Um, but there was the um, Ben Affleck when he played the Superman. Um, you know, from Hollywood Land. Is that what it was? Yeah. He was, okay. I, I saw yeah, he was, that uh, through, and I just happened to, I was like, I never, I didn't know that. I, I mean, like, it didn't stay in my head. And, um, yeah. So. Um, yeah, he's playing, uh, he's playing George Reeves uh, in that. And uh, that was the actor that played Superman in the 50s. And, um, and may or may not have committed suicide. The, the jury is still out on that. For the longest time, it was rules suicide but there's so much sketchy behind the scenes stuff that it was like well was it really so yeah we and there's so much of that anyway in, in you know, hollywood of like well did he kill himself or did somebody else kill him or um, yeah so yeah and and when you look at when you look at all the behind the scenes uh of what was going on there it's like yeah like all like he still had guests down like you know he went up to bed and he still had guests downstairs so there's so that's weird you know most suicides kill themselves when they're alone um and then the people downstairs heard two gunshots so what did he miss and then try again again that's not usually the way it goes so there's there's weirdness there and then when you take into account you know he was dating uh, Tony Mannix, who was Eddie Mannix's wife or ex-wife, and Eddie Mannix was the notorious uh, Hollywood studio fixer. And, uh, you know, there's all these, you know, potentially mob connections and everything like that. It's like, yeah, it was, are we talking jealous husband here? You know, what what was going on? Yeah, and they, so, didn't, they didn't have all the cameras either <laughs> then, so you can't really watch you know, people will exit a room and follow them down the road like you can now. Right. So. <laughs> right. I mean, you yeah. I mean, you can't like nowadays if you fart in an elevator, someone has it on TikTok. So, uh, that, that's <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and I didn't like that story alone intrigued me because I was watching. Uh, I was like, it it came on. I forget what I was watching. I was just going through, and I happened to catch that part of it. And there was the part where the young kid wanted to shoot him, 
Uh, yeah, and that is a that's a true story. Yeah, and that alone, like you don't think about that because, you know, like if so many kids now know, oh, it's special effects or you know all these things, but if, uh, you know, it, back then it wasn't widely known. Like there wasn't people didn't know like kids just saw guns and guns. They didn't really realize that it was like you know oh there's blanks there's you know it's a prop gun. It, it just it's a cap with you know, a little bit of smoke in it or, you know, whatever they happen to use. And so, yeah. like, that, like, to me, I was like, wow. I mean, that, I mean, first of all, just having, you know, having to talk down a kid and being like, <laughs> no, you don't really want to shoot me. Um, right. A kid with a loaded gun pointed at you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. You know, because one, you could, you know, be shot and, you, you know, if, the kid is a you know a crack shot. You could probably convince him to be like, yeah, shoot me in the arm, um, you know, and get away with it and live. But then you lose your job because, you know, and Superman, is, yeah. Superman's just been shot and is bleeding, or and then all these people don't you know no longer re, you know want it. But at the same time, you've been just shot by a kid, so yeah, uh, that it kind of had all these different angles. I thought that was kind of interesting, but at the same time, you know, I just. I don't know. It, it, it just it struck me, and that was the last, I think that was the last Superman-esque thing, because, um, you know, like, uh, Supergirl's not on anymore, so I don't watch that. I, I don't watch the, um, what, what's the new new one? Superman, Lois, and Bram. Oh, uh, Superman and Lois? Yeah, Sherry yeah, Lois and Bram, weird. or whatever they're calling it nowadays. Um, I stopped watching that just because, you know, when, you know, too much teenage angst with superpowers, and I was like, okay. I, I can't do that anymore. Um, yeah, but it, but what I enjoy about that is they they keep the teen angst to the actual teenagers, as opposed to the thirty somethings, <laughs> or yeah. in this case, the forty yeah. somethings. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean I get it, you know, <laughs> but at the same time, like like that's the same reason I stopped watching. Uh, like I had trouble getting back into like Flash and. Um, well, yeah, Star and that's Girl, because and that's, that's, it's just too much stuff that I'm not associated with. Like, um, yeah, you know, I, and that's exactly what I was talking about. There, you got a bunch of thirty-year-olds that are acting like teenagers. It's like, come on, you're adult, grown people. Exactly. You know, this is you should, you know, and it's and it's just because it's on the CW, and you know, and, and I'm sure that the you know, word comes from on high. It's like, oh, make sure you're adding a lot of drama, drama, trauma to this. It's like, oh, Jesus, really? Like the guy robbing the bank is it drama, trauma enough? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, um, yeah, I just, I just couldn't, you know, get into it. I mean, I was still watching uh, Legends just because I was so invested in, it. and I wanted to know who's leaving the show next and who they like pull out of like some weird, you know. Uh, like single off and bring them in because like they're the, yeah yeah it's the king of well, like, D squad and then making them cool. yeah so and what's and what's great about legends is that you know somewhere around season two or three they decided you know what we're the wacky uh, superhero show and so there's very little drama trauma you know going on there it's just it's just nuts and I I love that about it. And uh, I was telling Kirsten, I said, uh, I said, uh, my friend 
Kirsten, you know, you, you know from the other podcast. Yeah, he's known, he's known uh, as Commander K on, on uh, Geek Shock Podcast. You can go uh, yeah. definitely check them out. They're a lot cooler than I am, so uh, check them yeah. out. But, uh, but I was telling him, I go, there was this great scene where they were trying to come up with a plan to uh, to save the uh, uh, Archduke Ferdinand. And so, so one of the guys drew out this elaborate plan, and he's not an artist, so they kept saying things like, why is there a hippo in this plan? He goes, that's not a hippo, that's the Jeep. And then blah, blah, they go, okay, but then what's – but then – is there like an is this an ice cream cone or why is there a rainbow? He goes, no, that's that's you jumping over the Jeep. You know, and they're like, you mean the hippo? And he goes, no, the Jeep. And so the last line of the thing was, all right, let's go. I got a hippo to jump over. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that that kind of crazy, you know, they just decided to make it the the comedy superhero show. And that and that's I, I really appreciate it for that. Some other people are like, oh, they're just totally trashing these characters. And I'm like, well, yes and no. I mean, you know, the uh, the the very well regarded mid 80s version of the Justice League also trashed all those characters. So and it worked. So, it's, yeah, I, I don't. But the mid 80s. I don't take that as a legit criticism. The mid '80s Justice League, yeah. I mean, I I get that. I mean, it's, I mean, it's not going to be that first run of, uh, of uh, Captain America though. Um, but at the same time, it's like, I mean, like with, well, with the Legends, it's every week they're finding a shark to jump. Um, yes. <laughs> that's, uh, I mean, like, just if you've never watched it, I mean, there's an episode where they they fight. A, a giant animatronic or living stuffed blue thing. Um, yeah, yeah. And now I forget. I think was that season one. Was that season? Two? No, that was. Uh, that was like I say. That was one of the later ones. That was season three or four. I think. Okay. Yeah. Because I mean, because I know yeah, the brought... first couple of seasons were pretty, you know, pretty CW serious, and then and then like I say for. For whatever reason, and I applaud them for it. They were like, "Ah, you know what? This is going to be the goofy superhero show." And I was like, "Yes." <laughs> yeah. Well, just go crazy. I think I think it was when they went when they got rid of the you know the time bureau was when they went down the crazy hole. Yeah. Um, and then they brought back Gary, who is no longer a person. <laughs> He's an alien who's dating yeah. a computer. Um, yeah. And it's like okay, you know, it's like yeah, okay. Um, so I mean, like, it's one of those things where like I get behind that because of the wackiness and the silliness makes up for yeah. Um, the fact that you know half the, I think the only remaining crew member is Sarah Lance at this point, and I'm just like yeah. okay, well, let's just see where this goes, and it's kind of like the. DC variety show because they have their musical numbers, they have their dance numbers, they have, you know, yeah. and it's just like I'm just waiting for them to like start bringing in celebrity guests at this point, kind of like the Muppet Show. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. You know, next week they save Nicolas Cage. Next, the week after that, you know, <laughs> they're you know they're uh, you know they crash land into you know Jimmy Fallon's Tonight Show. 
And then, you know, the next week, you know, like, they have to rescue one of uh, Jay Leto's cars or something. You know, like, there's so many things that I just see them doing. And I'm like, you know. Well, unfortunately, the behind the scenes on the whole thing, because the question came up during the Superman and Lois panel about how, you know, why there hasn't been a crossover with Supergirl. And they said, it's COVID restrictions. That's plain and simple. Yeah. It's, you know, trying trying to get those crews and those people. And, you know, Melissa Benoist just had a just had a baby. Uh, you know, trying to get all those people in the same room with the COVID restrictions. is It's hard enough getting the cast that we have all together. And they're like, but we'll be, and, but they're going to be addressing on Superman and Lois in the last episode of the season, I guess. Is what they is what they have promised. Yeah, well, that's if they get renewed. They, that's still up there if they're going to be renewed. So, uh, not for Superman and Lois. No, Superman and Lois for and Legends. the Flash. Yeah, for Legends, but um, Superman and Lois and the Flash have been both been renewed. Yeah, Legends is kind of on the fence, as is Star Girl, as is Batwoman. Uh, mostly having to do with the possible sale of the CW. Uh, what what is it, CW going to be next? I mean, it's been the WB, the CW. Um, well, it's it's uh, Warner Brothers Discovery is is selling off its um, <sighs> its interest in the company. So who knows? Oh, is it just um, DC TV now? No, there uh, <laughs> the yeah, it, no, I like I say the. With the exception of The Flash and Superman and Lois, the other shows are all up in the air at this point because they just don't know what the new network is going to want to do with them. So, because, no. you know, because, yeah, Warner Brothers Discovery is, you know, a part owner of it. And that's why, you know, they've had the kind of, uh, the kind of, um, you know, latitude that they've had. Um, but it sounds like if the new company whatever that turns out to be uh doesn't want those shows then at least superman and lois and the flash will just move over to hbo max so it's that's understandable i mean i'm just wondering how much longer the flash can go because you know it's like they've Uh, they've almost ended four times yeah the ninth this the ninth season is going to be the last one oh i had not heard that yet so um, yeah, but I don't. I don't necessarily. I don't read all the websites and the track ma- track magazines or anything like that. I just kind of wait for them to pop up on my feed saying, "Oh, they're canceling," and I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> um, yeah, no. There's. I've been reading. I've been, you know, kind of paying attention to this, uh, to the CW sale, um, and so that that's you know that that's been part of the discussion is the. Flash is getting a short, a short ninth season to to wrap it up, and then, uh, and then, Superman and Lois is going to continue because that has always been kind of a co-production with HBO Max, so it'll just move over there, and uh, we're you know regardless of what happens, and then like I say, all the others are kind of up in the air, which is too bad because on Legends they left they ended on a cliffhanger with the introduction of Booster Gold, so. <laughs> yeah, and, and you can't. I mean, um, you know, him as Bo- Booster, like really, I I would love to see that play out. 
whether it's a stand yeah. standalone or with the legends. But the other rumor, the other hopeful, you know, uh, internet thing is like having um, was it Zach Braff come in and play Blue Beetle? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but who knows? I mean, yeah, that that I, alone, like, I, I, if, if it was a one-off, I'd even love to see that because you know they worked so well on Scrubs, so why not? Yeah, 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 um, yeah. I I have grown discontent with. <clears throat> speculative articles. I just, I don't like them because I think that ultimately leads to, you know, people picking up on, oh, that would be a great idea. And then when it doesn't happen, whatever does happen suddenly automatically sucks. And it's like, no, it's not what you wanted, but it might still be good. And just because it's not what you wanted doesn't mean it's not good. <laughs> I, I, so, I, uh... I I mean, I, I I can hope. I mean, that's about it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. But I just, uh, you know, there was there was also some speculation. Oh God, what did I just see? There was uh, uh, something on one of my Superman pages, and somebody posted saying, "I'm like, you know, until I hear an official announcement from either Warner Brothers or have it reported in Variety or Hollywood Reporter, I ain't believing a word of this." <laughs> yeah so and it's just i you know i'm like i say i'm i'm old i've been through the, all this before for decades and it, and it invariably turns out to you know it basically turns into uh you know at the best you get like a low burn version of the restore the snyderverse nonsense and it's just like oh no, no, thank you, please. Grim and gritty does not work for any, every character in the DC canon, except Batman and the Suicide Squad. <laughs> and even, you know, and I mean, I've got friends who are not devoted comic book followers who went and saw the Batman and they liked it, but they were like, somebody needs to go and buy Warner Brothers a whole bunch of light bulbs. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's... And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I enjoyed it. I liked the Batman a lot. I I like the uh, the Riddler as Zodiac uh, version of that character. I thought that was kind of cool. But yeah, I mean, there's there's an there's a I think there's easily like 20 minutes or so you could cut out of that movie and it would tighten it up. There's usually 20 minutes of a lot of films that you could cut out and it would tighten you know things up. Um, there's a lot of movies that just go just a little bit too long, and but mm. at the same time, you know, there's other movies out there that you're just like, where are the 20 minutes that got cut out? Because uh, yeah, yeah, so, you know, you're like, we needed more explanation on whatever. Um, yeah, oddly so. enough, I'm in that camp concerning the Green Lantern movie. I'm like, there needed to be like another 20 minutes to this movie because if you're gonna have if you're going to do the origin story, you know, with the with the training to be a Green Lantern, well, there was barely any of that. So when Kilowog's line comes up towards the end, of I trained him, you know, I was like, when? When did that happen? Because I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I, they missed the boat. You know, if you're, so, you know, on that. I agree. Yeah, so if you're going to do that and the Hector Hammond story and the love story, 
that movie needed at least another 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. I mean, uh, I mean, the... I think the Hector Hammond story got a little bit more... They played out him a little bit more in the, the trans, you know, transformation of, you know, everything. Um, and I thought, yeah. I thought it was weird because, like, they made his head get bigger. And no one really mm-hmm. mentioned that. Like, oh, your head is a, you know, the size of yeah, a Volkswagen. It's starting to look like a potato. People are like, oh, hmm. I, yeah. something's different about Hector. Did he get a haircut? What's, yeah. Like, it's just like, dude, your head. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, yeah. You're sweating more than, like, a crackhead. Like, what's going on? And your head's huge. And you're acting weird. And then it's like, yeah, I think we need to maybe do a test on you. Maybe. You know, and it's just like, yeah, yeah, that that part kind of felt short. Um, I think the, the whole training, as you said, the training sequence could have had, um, even, even if it was like Rocky esque montage, you know, yeah, and I mean, something. I, I think, I think, like, <laughs> even if, even if they like just, I mean, because it's it's Reynolds, so even if they directly bit off. The and changed it kind of spacey and made a Rocky montage with the Rocky music doing the things <laughs> that Rocky did, but in space. Yeah. I mean, like, that's a pretty, I mean, that would be an easy thing to write if you're, you know, I mean, if you're Reynolds, you could just be like, okay, do this and that. I mean, that alone would have been one of those clips that you see on YouTube for years to become, you know, come. But, yeah. That, I mean, I don't, I mean, I would have, hey, you know, but then, yeah. We're not in and charge, you know. And of course, that that movie's got a lot of issues. I mean, the 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 CGI suits, not the best idea. Um, making Parallax a, a cloud monster, and it's like, oh Jesus, how lazy is that? You know, it just. Uh, but anyway, well, but so far as story story content goes, either cut one of those stories, right? Either have it at the origin where he gets trained. And then has to fight Hector Hammond and have the Carol Ferris stuff kind of happening, you know, incidentally in the background. I, I don't know. If I were king, if I were king of Warner Brothers, <laughs> I would have I would have gone to him and said, OK, we know that Carol Ferris is kind of a big deal. Yeah. So let's do let's do. Um, so either. Let's do. Let's set up that love story and do the Hector Hammond story, and then have Sinestro show up at the end of the movie saying, "Hey, you got to come with me. You got a lot of training to do. You don't know what you're doing here, you know." And then that could be the second movie, and then the third movie could be the Star Sapphire movie, could be the Sinestro slash Star Sapphire movie. Yeah. Anyway, or you could have gotten the. Uh, like just him being trained, um, you know the love story, and then like most Marvel movies, you uh you get that last minute where you know Hector is infected, and then it, and then it goes to him like just like a jump scare cut right before it goes to black at the end of the movie, where his yeah. you know his eyes turn that yellow, and then like kind of almost. Almost Michael Jackson thriller esque, and then yeah, and and then you're like, oh, I guess I, there's gonna be another one, 
And then, like, halfway through the credits, you they show the cloud. You know, the, I mean, the poorly designed, uh, you know, big, you know, space cloud. Or, <laughs> or how about we design a real parallax? <laughs> it's not like they didn't have images they could draw from from the comics. Oh, yeah. Jim and Chris. Well, I'm just going to think if they kept everything the same and just stretched it out. Um, I mean, yeah, the, se- the second movie's never as good as the first anyway, so... Um, or sometimes it's better. Uh, not true. Sometimes it's better. Not true. Bride of Frankenstein is a better movie than Frankenstein. Godfather mm-hmm. 2 is a better movie than Godfather. Okay, true. <laughs> true. I, I, uh, yeah. well, I'm not I'm not in this camp, but some people think Superman 2 is better than the first Superman. I was like, mm, maybe. Well, you can make a case for it, but I'm not I'm not convinced. Police Academy, Police Academy 2 was not better than Police Academy 1. Oh, yeah, I know that the usual thing is the sequel isn't better, but sometimes I mean, it is. Then again, Police Academy 7 was not as good as Police Academy 3. So. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Crystal Skull wasn't as good as the first one. Uh, I mean, you could go through a lot yeah. of them, but um, it's usually the change of. Uh, of um, you know, writers and directors and companies, and that's usually because someone comes in and like I saw that when I was younger, and then they want to throw money at it to make their perfect movie, and then it sucks. So, yeah. So, moving away from DC and you know comic book movies and everything like that, um, is there? I ask everybody this, and this is you know just because I'm I'm a fat kid, so. Um, and all the projects that you've worked on, because you've you've done, uh, your you have a long list of stuff you've worked on. Um, yeah. What is the one company or place or job or whatever that fed you the best? Which had the best food? Oh. Um. I mean, no matter how bad the production was, or how stupid everything was, like. You could have been dressed up as like a clown or something like that, but they still had awesome food. I'm just curious, like who had the best food? Who uh, took care of you the best in that that way? Fed you because like you could have had, you could have been doing, you know, you could have been the um, marshal of Mardi Gras, and so you got to eat in you know Orleans the whole time. I mean that 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 would count as well. But I'm just curious because. Um, I always hear horror stories, and I also hear praises of craft services all the time. And since I've only been to one, you know, one TV show, you know, production set ever, and it basically looked like they robbed, uh, like a six-day-old subway for their craft services. <laughs> it, it's kind of one of those, like, yeah. I, I mean, I don't like. I, I'm always curious on uh, who had the best one. Yeah, well, the. The good news for anyone who who tries to feed me is I'm not a connoisseur by any chance, by any measure. So as long as it's something I like to eat normally, I'm fine with whatever I get. Uh, um, well, let me think. Um, they when I do the um, It's a Wonderful Life, we often have like a two show Saturday, so like an early show and then a later show, and so the company would often feed us between shows and they would actually go out uh you know they'd say well we're going to this restaurant here's the menu you know pick something 
and and you know I always thought that was kind of cool. You know, we didn't we didn't have to pay for that, and it was always a you know pretty decent restaurant, uh, um, or at least one that you know we all knew and we all liked. <laughs> like, a, hey, we're going to McDonald's. Do you want a Happy Meal? Right, right. Okay. It was, uh, but it was. I mean, you know, and when I say a restaurant that was good, um, my ever since Sue Plantation closed, let's all have a moment of silence for the loss of Sue Plantation. Anyway, okay. Um, I, I had to find a new joint to, you know go for a new uh for new comics day because that was always my routine was pick up the new comics there was a soup plantation pretty much right across the street from my comic shop and so i'd go and hang out there for a couple hours and eat and read comics so i had to find a new one and there was a place there's a place in fullerton called nick Superburger, um that you know it's kind of a hole-in-the-wall um not really a divey joint. It's better than a divey joint, but it's a you know it's a family you know non-chain uh, restaurant, and um, I love it. And I mean, the people that go there, you get you get a pretty nice meal for you know a decent price, and um, you know I usually go and get the chorizo and eggs uh, plate because ever since Charles Grodin ordered chorizo and eggs in Midnight Run, I'm like. Any place I can find chorizo and eggs, I'm getting chorizo and eggs. You, I want. You know you can make chorizo food. eggs yourself, right? You know that, right? What? How dare you? <laughs> you know you can go to like, yeah, you know, like Vons or you know Kroger or someplace. What is this madness you speak? <laughs> and, and you know, get your tube of chorizo and then, you know. Because what the trick is, is you get your chorizo, you cook down your chorizo, and then you take the chorizo out, and then you, in that chorizo grease, you poach your egg. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, that, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of poached eggs, but um, I will take a, a poached egg in, uh, well, actually, I take that back. I took, I cooked the chorizo, then I cooked bacon in the chorizo grease, then I have bacon chorizo grease which I poked my egg in, and then I have a heart attack. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the order so, you have so to do it in. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so the so Nick Superburger was was the usual place that they that they went to get the the between meal thing, and so yeah, so I always enjoyed that. Beyond that, when I worked at um, when I worked at Star Trek: The Experience, of course, I never you know, usually fed us, but we, we could, you know, order stuff from the menu and, and our employee discount was like, you know, half price. Uh, oh, that's nice. So, they had. so, yeah. so it was Vegas prices. So it's still like $30 for like a ham sandwich. Uh, not <laughs> in the early two thousands. Oh, that's, uh, that, that is true. Yeah. It, it, it is a while. Yeah. But... Not in the early 2000s. Yeah. And, and that was still back. And that was still like, like we always like people would say, well, how expensive is it at Quarks? And we were like, um, just a notch above Denny's, uh, expensive wise, or you know, say it's probably on the order of Applebee's price wise. And they're like, oh, okay, <laughs> you know, we had we had some some meals that were in the twenty five to thirty dollar range, but most you know you could you could you could get a nice entree plate 
for you know 10 or 15 so yeah half, half off that yeah was pretty nice i think the one time i i was in vegas in the 2000s i just i didn't eat like i ate but it was like at uh more of the fast food restaurants because that's all i could yeah, afford yeah. um I, I think the nicest restaurant that i ate down there um I split a breakfast with somebody at Hash House a Go Go, because uh, <laughs> you have to split it otherwise you don't have leftovers. Um, right. Um, and then also I ate at um, the, I think the last time I was in Vegas. That, I mean this is like you know, geez, six years ago still, seven years ago. Um, I qualified to eat at um, uh, earthquake or no uh, heart attack um, burger or whatever it's called. Um, you know, for free. So, uh, you know, and if you if you're not familiar with that, you have to be a fat person. And then if you stand on the scale and you go in, you can eat for free if you finish all your food. If you don't finish your food, they have um nurse style women walking around with paddles that will spank you in front of everybody. Oh well. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. So, um, but keep in mind that. They're not like, oh, I'm going to have a little burger. It's like you're having – it's a about a pound-sized burger with cheese, bacon, lettuce, tomato, more cheese, and more chili all top onto it. And you got to eat that plus your um, your french fries. Otherwise, it doesn't count. And then you have to pay for it. Yeah. Um, so it's one of those things where you, you get up in the morning at 8 o'clock. You walk up and down the strip. Then you go to Old Town. And you don't eat anything all day, and then you eat at like you know seven o'clock at night, so you're actually hungry. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, and you also make sure that I don't remember her name, but she's a lady that you know she probably could like bre- bench press a small Volkswagen. <laughs> yeah. And she walks around with like a giant. It, it looks like she cut off the handle of a pizza. Um, uh, flipper. Yeah, so yeah. that's her paddle. Like everyone else is like a ping pong paddle. She's with you know something the size of your head, and you know so if you really don't finish your food, she'll they make you you know it's one of those they got the handles. It's it's kind of almost BDSM style. It's kind of kind of out there. <laughs> but who am I to say no to free food? I mean that's right. Right. Know, if I know I'm gonna finish it, and there's no time limit, so you can sit there for three hours. Picking at your food. Yeah. Um, they need to make it like, oh, you have an hour to eat that or, or whatever. Um, but, um, so, I'm going to jump back real quick. You said you uh, you always do It's a Wonderful Life. Um, is that, any, can people listen to that like on YouTube or um, like uh, past ones? I mean, I, I'm trying to get your, your your work out there, what you've done, so people can, you know, you know internet stalk you, I guess. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, it's not, you know, there's rights issues, you know, it's copyrighted. So, you know, we get the rights to do it as a live stage show. Um, but we can't, we can't do any, you know, public recordings. I mean, a lot of people were, uh, a lot of, you know, theatrical agencies and stuff were being really lax about that during COVID uh, you know, you could write to Dramatist Play Service or Sam French and say, hey, we'd like to do a show on the Zoom, you know, 
can can we do that you know record it and then you know show it to people on online and they were being really good about saying yes for a limited time you know you post these dates to these dates and then people can do that um i'm actually thinking you might be able to catch sister act on the long beach playhouse site because i know that we were we had that up for a while but i think again it was a limited time i think it was during the run of the show so that's the only thing that i've that i've been recorded in that i know that's been out there uh online except for you know podcasts and stuff um the other thing might be there uh, there's another um geek geek oriented show called the keeg <clears throat> which has a, a video component um and some of their past uh seasons i've been a guest on on that um but so far as dramatic works uh not that many uh, and not not out there for public consumption <laughs> so just uh Sadly. Uh, two things. Uh, there, according to Long Beach Playhouse, there is a recorded version that's on there. So I don't know if it's. Uh, if, I'm not going to click on that because we're. You know, I'm recording at the moment, but um, all the information is at least there for the old one for the 2021 version. But um, that's it. Yeah. So, and it, I'm happy to see that it was Sister Act One and not Sister Act Two or Three. So, <laughs> right. Um, those, those, the se second and third one didn't really go that well. Um, yeah. Uh, so, anyway, it is what it is. Um, but I, I think you know we've we've covered everything minus like you know what shirt size you wear. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, obviously, people still, still XL. I'm happy to say. <laughs> uh, I I wish I was XL. I got like. I, I'm at the point of, um, I am. I think my official shirt size is uh, Honda Odyssey right now. I think. Oh no. So, um, yeah. As uh, a great comic once said, uh, her bra size is 86 Nissan. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's uh, when, when you reach a certain size, um, you just kind of nod and, and acknowledge. Um, but, um, I, you know, I've been dealing with, uh, health stuff and luckily health, having health issues, uh, really make you question what you eat and you start yeah. to, um, you start craving other things that you normally wouldn't crave, um, like healthy yeah. stuff. Um, like I, 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 to give you an idea, I have. Well, late in life, I had all my wisdom pulled out, uh, wisdom teeth pulled out recently. So, mm -hmm. yeah. um, which even no matter what age, it sucks. But, um, you know, I'm older, so like they pretty much had to like cut half my, you know, jaw open and all the other stuff. But, um, like I was craving a salad, and I'm not a huge salad person, but it was like I just want to be able to chew a salad. Like, you know, just yeah. put everything on there, everything crunchy, put it on there. You know, unfortunately, I can't. You know, I can't have that quite yet. It's still a couple more weeks out, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm not a salad person. I'm craving that, and then like, I, like I could have pizza, but I'm that doesn't even sound good right now. 
Um, <laughs> you know, and it's just like one thing after another. You know, I've been eating protein shakes and applesauce, um, which, you know, that, that's something I should be eating when I'm like 90 and not now, but it's still. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things. And so, um, you know, like I said, you know, I'm a fat kid. I'm always wondering what people are eating, what people are, um, you know, enjoying. Um, because I don't know if you remember back with you know our dear friends over at Geek Shock, um, we threw out the I threw out the question of what what their sandwiches if we had to be named a, a sandwich uh, after you like if you went to like you know like all of a sudden uh, Jimmy John's was gonna have the bigs what would that be, um, and so like those are those are kind of questions I love because you know I mean like obviously you're gonna be like oh I want this but then you start thinking about it, like. Well, I really like Thanksgiving food, so you know, cranberry sauce and turkey and maybe some stuff. You know, like <laughs> so. Um, I don't know if they asked you yet because I did write them asking that. But you know, for my you know the seven listeners that I have, um, maybe eight now. Um, it's like what if if I, I gotta ask this? What would be the you know like I don't know if it's the professor sandwich or the big sandwich or you know the super pigs or whatever you would want to call it but what would that sandwich be you know from start to finish including bread whether it's toasted not toasted all that's you know go the full line on this like last meal but it has to be a sandwich that you want to live in like infamy of this is like if i ate it i'd be like yeah that's i i can see where he's coming from that is Bigs in a sandwich, not like oh, this is how bigs tastes. It's just this is bigs in a sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay. So the bread is whole wheat, or actually, Trader Joe's used to have uh, what they called a flourless wheat bread. So it was kind of like, you know, it was like a whole wheat thing, and I. I, I couldn't even begin to tell you how that was made, but it was a flourless wheat thing. I loved it. My ex-wife was like, it's like eating cardboard. It's like, I go, no, no, no. It's got more taste than cardboard. <laughs> but it, I will say this. It did dry out really quick. You had to keep that bag sealed. Otherwise, it, it you would. You'd take it out and be like, thunk, thunk, thunk. Ooh, yikes. But I really like that. So whatever that, so that's the bread, not toasted. Um, turkey, turkey, bacon, lettuce, spinach, <laughs> um, red onions, mustard. Uh, hang on. What kind of mustard? Gray Poupon, my friend. Okay. <laughs> I, was just, I was just thinking, hey, not just mustard, Gray Poupon. Okay. I, um, I, I didn't know because, I mean, there's there's hot mustard, there's sweet mustard, there's hot Chinese mustard, there's the uh, the sweet brown mustard, the hot yellow mustard, then there's the weird, oh, yeah. the weird almost fluorescent mustard that you get when you buy the prepackaged <laughs> uh, Chinese pork yeah. from the grocery store. You know, that that's what oh, I have to Oh, Lord. You know, and it, <laughs> yeah. But it, it tastes good, so that's why I have to oh, ask. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, the grape coupon would okay. be the would be the mustard of choice, um, and uh, and uh, dill pickle slices. Have I left anything out? 
Well, you have you have your cardboard bread, uh, your turkey, your bacon, lettuce, spinach, red onion, grape poupon, and uh, dill pickle. Yeah, you had cardboard bread, turkey, yes, bacon. Oh, yes. Okay, so is that dill pickle on the side or on top or like would you have skewer through it when they serve it to you? Oh, that's a good question. That is a good question. Um. Because if you had dill pickle on the top of your cardboard, that bread might stay a little bit more moist. It might stay a little bit more moist. That's a good. That's a good point. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, and that would get the that would get the dill. That yeah. Would get the pickle juice in there too. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. I think that's. Normally, I think. What? Normally, I think the pickle slices going inside the sandwich. But yeah, maybe having the sphere. Yeah, yeah. Well, That's you, a, a tweak. You could, I mean, you could get the you could get the slices inside the sandwich and then get the the baby dill on top as kind of like a hat. Oh, there you go. There you go. See? That's it. That's so, it. Yeah. <laughs> or you could go so far as deep fry your dill pickles, put them on the side instead of French fries. See. Okay, so I went to I went to a restaurant, Baba's Fried Chicken, and they had fried pickles, and I was like, "Sounds like it could go either way. Sounds like it could be amazing or be nothing but garbage in my mouth." And I asked them if they had like a sample, and they didn't, because I was really tempted to get it, and I just I didn't. So the fried pickles, I is a taste. I have yet to experience. They, they are. There's, there's a couple. It depends on your kind of pickles. And this is gonna take down a, a rabbit hole in this for a second. But it's <laughs> okay. there's, there's, um, you have the, 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 you have the sweet dill pickles, the like the, um, just the standard size like you know, uh, ones you get in the jar. Then you get the yeah. one that are whole. Those are good. If you get the ones that are like already chopped up, they're not that good. And but if oh, you, okay, because uh, you need that outside skin to hold in that the uh, the juiciness inside. Oh, okay. This is this is only what I've I figured out. Now, if you get the big mamas, um, the uh, sweet and hot, I think they are the really big ones that, that come one in a plastic bag by themselves. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Or at the jar, like at the end of the bar, at the really weird bar, next to the pickled feet. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So, um, if you get one that size and you deep fry that, um, you gotta punk, you gotta punch uh like one q tip uh, uh toothpick in one of the ends just so you have a little bit of hole because those will actually explode if you deep fry them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, but if <laughs> that you, makes sense. But if you put it in there and then um, you use like you get a long skewer and you use the skewer to dip it in there, uh, you get a hole at either end and it and it turns out fine. And it basically tastes like almost. Uh, it's like eating uh, if you do it with a, a true good cornbread, you know, breading. It just it tastes mm -hmm. like you're eating just a home cooked cornbread. From the south, with a hot pickle, and it, it just it, and it works. Um, now, okay. now if you get the uh, I don't know if you're a fan of the bread and butter 
uh, slight, like the little, uh, you know, the coin-sized ones. You can just yeah. I'm not. I'm not the uh, bread and butter pickle. I I need a I need a dill pickle. A, like and kosher dill would be the best one. It's like a Vlasic. But yeah, uh, I I I like I go either way. Like on burgers, um, I like the burger the the uh, bread and butter, but I like the dill on the side. But then, you know, then again, you know, like because the other ones they 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 lay flat, and that's the only reason I like them. But if you take those and you throw <laughs> the handful of those in the hot grease, and um, those turn out really well. There was a place um, in this area, some food truck thing or other, and they were they were um, in their deep fryer. They had uh, it was the, the oil was mixed with bourbon, and they were putting uh, uh, the coins, the little pickle rounds in there. So you got a you got a like they called it a coin purse of bourbon coins. Or something like that. And it was just, you got a little bowl, and it was just like eight or nine of these little pickles. And, like, you you tasted, it was like a very sweet bourbon. And then your aftertaste was, uh, like, cornbread with butter because of the butter from the, the, the uh, bread and butter pickles. So it was a very odd sensation, but you had to eat them when they got hot. Second they got cold, it probably tasted like your cardboard bread. I mean, it was just bad. <laughs> So yeah, if you if you go back there and it's like if it's a like kind of a southern restaurant, anything they deep fry their chances are it's going to be good and you're you're going to have to eat a salad in the next three days. But I definitely recommend <laughs> trying right. if you're if you're curious about it and it's truly dill pickle. I mean, and you don't have a deep fryer at home to do it, you know, you definitely uh, I I recommend anybody try um, do that. I, I mean, unless you want to be a carny. Then you know, don't eat you know fried food all the time, obviously. But at the same time, it's, right. it, it's definitely <laughs> something to go. But if you're just to recap to, before you go, the the I don't know, we'll, we'll call it the big sandwich or the big sandwich maybe because you know we could just stay, you know load it up. But it is Trader Joe's whole wheat bread, not toasted. If you can still find it, or the uh, flourless whole wheat bread. Excuse me. Um, yeah. With uh, turkey, bacon, lettuce, spinach, red onion, gray poupon, and then um, dill pickles inside, and then the baby dill pickles skewered on top like a hat. So there you go. And I, I think I mean that that gets pretty middle of the road sandwich for I think anybody could get down with minus the bread because that's that you know some people need their big <laughs> fluffy bread, but I mean I think if if, yeah. if it's just the whole wheat bread, not toasted. I think that you could definitely substitute that because Trader Joe's has all kinds of whole wheat bread. Um, it's just whether or not it's the cardboard yeah. bread. So, yeah. right. Um, the the when they when they stopped carrying the Lookman no flour bread, uh, I went with the the sprouted wheat whole wheat bread, or the or the California. Oh, uh, what's it called? Uh, the California. I should know because I just. It, but I at this point I'm just gonna reach in there and grab it and go. But uh, California sprouted California protein. Yeah, I can't remember. It's got California in the title. <laughs> so what? What are those? It's a, it's a whole. Uh, the the bread loaf of bread. Yeah, I um, I I I completely 
I, I just looked at, uh, yeah, I was seeing if I could pull it up, but my internet's acting funny right now. I was going to pull it up and if they had, still had the Lekmano flower, uh, you know, somewhere. Yeah. So, oh well. It's not like I, I don't have a Trader Joe's anywhere near me at the moment, so it would take me 20 minutes just to go there. Um, oh, yeah. So, I, I'm stuck in a, to give you an idea, I'm stuck in a town with, it's like Kroger, uh, Safeway, uh, um, like another Safeway, another Safeway another Safeway, and Costco. <laughs> so that that's the – or um, nine uh, fast food places, you know, and a mini mart right next to my house. So, I mean, that's – yeah. there's, like, the extent of my groceries are pretty much every week my the, – you know, the app for whatever store pops up and said, oh, you're buying this this week again, and it's the same food that I bought last week. So, yeah, right. um, you know, I don't well, – unfortunately – at, at least with all those Safeways, you got you got access to Cragmont Cola, <laughs> <laughs> the raspiest cola in the world. Yeah, I don't drink I don't cola. Know, I don't. I don't drink cola. Yeah, yeah. Like the closest yeah. to Coca Cola is Pepsi or uh, Coca Cola. That's the closest to cola I get because just something about that. I mean, right, I take that back. I will drink some RC Cola if somebody has it. Um, mm-hmm. but that's only because I, it's the Midwest, uh, you know, eighties kid in me that has to have that and barks root beer. Um, but, oh yeah. Yeah. But, um, it's, yeah, no, I mean, it's just, unfortunately I don't get all the fancy stuff. I have to, I have to drive South to get, you know, Vaughn's and Smith's and Sprouts and all the good, cool yeah. places. Oh. Oh, I I wouldn't say that Cragmont is is the fancy. <laughs> and again, I'm I'm talking about oh God, what is it now? Forty year old uh, Safeway brands. Uh, oh yeah. So who knows if they even who knows if they yeah. even carry it anymore? But yeah, this I, is... <laughs> I think Cragmont went from Cragmont to Western Family to Safeway Select, and now it's just like Signature. I think that's the. Oh, okay. The, I think that's the progression of the the Safeway you know, in-store branding. Um, Because I know they used to be Western Family or they've changed from Western Family. But I know it's Signature Brand right now, which Signature Brand, uh, anything is actually really good. They upped their game on it. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of, I equate it to like, you know, know, Kia cars. They used to be crap, but now they're actually decent. So uh, (laughs) it's kind of one of those things, but. It it is what it is, um, you know. But I mean, you know, as two guys that like to eat, we could sit and talk about food forever. Um, <laughs> but I definitely, I like to, you know, before I forget, I definitely appreciate you coming on here, um, and um, when it gets closer to, because uh, if you're doing the, uh. If you find out you're, you know, people are gonna watch you online again, definitely, you know, we'll get you back on here. You can plug that because uh, a lot of people like watching those things, and they're still not, uh, they're still not up on, uh, you know, like getting out and doing stuff. They're still hiding out from COVID, yeah. so uh, which I don't yeah. blame them. Um, I mean, oh, I don't either. So, <laughs> um, I mean, I don't, I don't get out that much. I go to like three places and I come home, so it's not a big deal for me uh but at the same time uh if you find out you know people could watch it definitely let me know and we'll, we'll get you back in or plugging the heck out of that 
Um, and uh, I appreciate it. You are my first guest. So, uh, <laughs> like I said, you get some sort of plaque or award or, you know, ribbon, maybe a participation trophy of some sort. <laughs> um, but, uh, like, like I said, since you've been a guest, uh, I owe you a drink. Um, if and when I ever meet you in person, because, like it or not, like we haven't met in person, so, uh, or we might have. Right. I don't. I don't know if you've been actually because I, I did go back in 2016. I was in Vegas for some of the live shows for Geek Shock. I don't know if you were ever there. Um, but I might have met you at one of those. Um. Okay. But um, yeah, because they were just amazed because I drove down. Uh, yeah, because I live in Seattle, so I drove from Seattle down there just to watch the, you know, the guys, uh, talk about comics live. So, you know, it was, it was one of those, like, I'm crazy, I'm gonna drive down there. Um, <laughs> so, I might have met you then, it just, we didn't realize who we, you know, we were. Right. So. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and, and there's uh there's apparently a whole bunch of people that were at the one and only scoop fest I was at that I'm now Facebook friends with and they're and they're like, Oh, you were yeah, we saw you guys do the reading of the couchman and I was like, Oh, I wish I'd known. <laughs> yeah, was that two thousand and seventeen? Uh, oh, I don't even remember now. It was uh, or was that sixteen? I, I think it was remember. more recent Yeah, I think it was more recent than that. It was probably I wanna say twenty nineteen. Okay. Or, yeah, 2019, because I know that they were going to skip 2020 and do and do Scoop Fest in 2021. And then, of course, that also got skipped until until this year. Um, yeah. So I think, it was, I think it was 2019. Yeah, I don't remember. I, I don't. Um, I, I, I've only been to one scoop fest and that was 20 or, uh, 2016. So, oh, okay. yeah, I had, uh, I, I like so many of our, our mutual friends. Unfortunately, I, I moved to Vegas. I got, mm -hmm. uh, for a job and then the job fell through. Yeah. And so yeah, yeah. luckily I had, a, I had paid three months worth of uh, rent. And so I got a three month vacation in Vegas. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, which made me broke, but at the same time, I got to meet a lot of people. Um, that's where I really became, you know, good friends with um, uh, one of you know our uh, a lot of the you know mutual friends. You know, like I got to hang out with uh, Commander K and you know Andy and yeah uh, a few of the other people. But like I just I became engrossed in almost loving Vegas, and then I realized how much it cost to live there. So. I was like, nope, yeah. I, I'm going to move back to where it's even more, you know, like, you know, because it's even more expensive here. So, um, yeah, it's, I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, it, it's like, I think we're, 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 we're in some areas, it's more expensive to live here than in, in California. It's like, um, yeah, like the Oakland area now is tied with, like, is less than our Seattle. I think, I think I read that somewhere. So, uh, and if you're familiar with, housing and you know that's ridiculous um yeah so well everyone that i know that's in that's in real estate they're saying you know of course being a real estate person who gets you know commission i'm kind of hoping this lasts a little longer they said but but i don't see it i, I see a bubble about to pop 
and it won't be as bad as 2008, but they said there's there's a bubble about to pop here. We we just don't know when. So yeah, that's what I'm I'm kind of waiting on ridiculous. too. Yeah, but yeah, you know, like, I I'm fine with it because I have friends selling houses right now, so more power to them. Yeah, right, exactly. You know, I'm, but, but I'm looking to buy, and I'm and I'm out there going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I mean, so, I, wait, I think they saw it. I saw it at a studio apartment yesterday for $2,500. Yeah, and I'm like, ridiculous. It's great. No view at a, like a, uh, it was like a half a bath, basically. And then, um, right. like, like, I was like, all right, yeah, I mean, I, I get it. It has hardwood floors and a 10 foot ceiling, but come on. Um, yeah. So. But you know, then when you when you factor in that, uh, you know, your rent is supposed to be a third of your income. It's like, so I'm supposed to be making seventy five hundred dollars a month. That would be awesome, but that ain't happening anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, can, so, I can I can I can live in my 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 vehicle. Um, you know, that's yeah. I mean, you know, granted, my vehicle you know would be about the same as a studio apartment anyway. But at the same time, it's yeah, so, but, um, well, we're obviously friends on Facebook, so we're, we're not going to be like, you know, like, oh, stay in touch or something like that, some other, you know, BS, but uh, well, don't, don't let me forget, I owe you a drink, and I know that you're not going to forget because, I, you know, it's a free drink. That's right. I mean, I, we, we all know you, um, and... Yeah, Lordy. So, yeah, I forget what the, what the drink is cinnamon and booze i'm like yeah that's pretty accurate <laughs> yeah well i mean like if you haven't had it by then we'll, we'll go somewhere nice we'll get the uh deep fried pickles and a nice drink not just a not a drink to get drunk but a nice drink yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so very cool but i appreciate it uh you have a good rest of your day and um and uh i don't know what I don't know. I mean, it's sunny here, but it's still forty-eight degrees. Um, yeah, it, so. it's sunny and it, and uh, about uh, I think it's going to get into the seventy, like seventy degrees here. Yeah, see, that, that, but then, that'd be but perfect. Then Monday we're going into the eighties, so yeah, see, it's we're in that weird transition period. Well, it could be worse. East Coast right now is like, oh, it's you know, it was like eighty one day, and the next day it's snowing. Yeah, so, and, yeah, so. Uh, I'm just thankful I'm not on the East Coast, so for multiple yes. for multiple reasons. So, um, but you have a wonderful day. I thank you again, and uh, this will probably go up. Um, actually, probably tomorrow is episode two of season two of uh, Broken Thoughts, and as you can tell, how our conversations went. This is probably the most linear conversation we've had, or I've had, <laughs> in any okay. of the episodes, uh, because you know I talk about random things, but um, I definitely uh, appreciate it, and uh, I will be talking to you later. And uh, you have a wonderful day, man. Thank you. Yeah, you too. <laughs> <laughs>